0: Tonight I'm going to do uh, something a little bit differently. I, I just got back from Brazil and I'm going to share a couple, some different things that happened there. But rather than share, you know, all about a trip, my trip and then share and then preach, I'm going to kind of intermingle the two back and forth. Uh, just, just kind of what I felt on my heart to do tonight. But I also want to say I really believe um, that you're, there's going to be a lot of impartation tonight. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for you to... Uh, be impacted. Um, just things in your heart that the Lord is going to release. Um, and at the end, we're going to actually talk about Rosh Hashanah, which is tomorrow. Um, that's the Jewish New Year, and um, I'm going to talk about its significance. Specifically, the the year five seven seven seven, which is a pretty good number there. Um, but I'll tell you why in a little bit. And we're going to make we're going to end tonight making some declarations and. Just decisions, you know, that we're, that we're staying in this game. We're going to keep letting God have access to our hearts. And um, so that's what we're going to do. But, f- re- but first, because I'm a really wise person, we're going to pray. Ha. <laughs> Holy Spirit, you are honored here. You are honored here. We need you. <laughs> we love you. We not only love your presence. We love your presence most of all. Just the, that, that touch of our hearts that knows that you're right there. But we also love what you do. We love what you do for us. We love that you love us so much that you help us along. Just like Shannon just said, you, you help us. You, you show us how. When we stop to ask. So Holy Spirit, we ask you and invite you to touch our hearts with, with Papa's love and affection, with, with Jesus our Savior, with his, his uh, grace and goodness that changes us and transforms us. Have your way. Have your way. Amen. There's something bigger going on. That's my, that's my theme for tonight. Um, that's a song that some of you may recognize. If not, you'll you'll uh, hear it in a little bit, but um, I'm, I won't sing it just yet. Um, something so big is going on across the earth. You know, we keep talking about it, but um, the more that I explore the different corners of the globe, the more I realize, oh, you guys, do you know what's happening? <laughs> I realize how... Big this move of God is uh, that is sweeping across the earth that is that is ushering in you know millions upon millions of his kids daily, but also that 's bringing justice to the earth, and justice is not about um, payback sometimes that 's what we think justice is well, I want justice, I want payback that 's not justice justice in the kingdom, is making wrong things right. And Jesus is making wrong things right all over the world. More so than some of the stories you may be hearing of what's wrong, of the enemy trying to create havoc. I'm telling you, Jesus is making wrong things right at a much higher rate. You need to know that. You really need to know that. And I'm going to share a little bit with you. So... Um, This is Nick and Rachel Billman from, uh, I went to Recife, Brazil, which is the furthest eastern point of Brazil that goes way out like that. That's Recife, way on on the beach. This young couple, they're 33 years old. You would never know it. They are mature beyond their years by decades, but partly because of all the stuff in life they have gone through. Be careful when you say you want to grow, you know, mature quickly in the Lord. Because <laughs> I'll tell you how to mature. And that is you go through some really tough stuff. And he shows you who he is and his faithfulness and it changes you. This couple is amazing. Um, they, have, they have four kids. They, they're here in Recife and they have a house, of a home for trafficked girls that they're getting out of that life. And um, they have some babies there as well. I'll show you some pictures but they have such a heart um, to make a difference and they get the kingdom, they get the love and the grace and the honor. Um, They are, if you know Heidi Baker in Mozambique, I would call them the the Heidi Bakers of of Recife, of of that region of Brazil, making a huge difference. So much favor on their lives. The, the, The government, the judges are actually giving them great favor because they're seeing how their house is unlike any of the other houses. Uh, there are other houses out there, but the the, the court system 's just trying to find places because of all the problems we 'll just dump kids in all these homes, but there 's one one home that 's standing out because the girls are being transformed and they were they were even asking they were saying well is it you know how, how are you doing this and you know you have to be careful with language right when you 're talking to government officials and so they were saying well you know we, we we love them and we see the treasures in them, and we honor them and and, they, and the, the, the person they were talking to said, it's Jesus, isn't it? <laughs> they said, yeah. And this judge is, is, is ruling in their favor with things. I, I won't get into all the details, but they are... Get, and it wasn't always this way. They had hard seasons to move through. But right now, they're experiencing great favor. So that's... And that's Leif, who's talking to them. Here's a few of their babies that are, that are in their home... Um, and so, so these babies that are there, many of them were just left to die, just left on a, on a corner somewhere. Um, and the one on the left uh, of the two, you'll see right here, is a miracle baby. Uh, this one was left for dead, and, and the doctors, when they checked him, said, this baby, the brain waves aren't right, he will never see again, he will never hear again, he will not walk, he will not have a life. And they said, "Oh no, that's not what our Jesus says." They they took this baby, and that's a house mom there. That's Leif, you know, uh, talking. But the house mom, through a translator, uh, was telling us that that they would just pray every day, like all day long. This baby, you know, and declare you are going to see, and you're going to hear, and you're, and here he is, you know, probably less than a year old. He sees perfectly. He hears perfectly. He is a he is. A little boy like any other little boy. The story's much longer because they told the progression and how, and they just kept praying and praying and seeing more and more. But here he is. Um, Yeah, yay God. And here's a couple of the, the girls in this home. This kind of shows you really the reality of it, which is here's this home, and that's, you know, a big concrete fence with barbed wire over it. So they're safe there, but right behind them is the city. It's a big city. It's a port city. Um, but there they are, and they're just regular girls. They're, they're learning to have fun again and enjoy life again and just be who they are. And uh, before I go on with more about, about uh, Brazil, um, this is a scripture from Matthew 25, verse 40, where Jesus says, Whatever you did for one of the least of these, brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me. And sometimes the scripture is used... Um, to kind of try, uh, like, to bring fear. Like, people read this scripture and they're afraid. Like, what if I didn't do enough? Rather than just simply seeing what it is, which is, which is, there's going to be a highlight reel for each one of you in heaven. And all the people that you chose to reach out and love in his behalf, he's going to say, that was me, and that was me, and that was me. There was a time that the, the, this hit me so strongly. Many years ago, I... I was in a prison, we we were, um, I didn't go to prison, I was there to minister, (laughs) not that that would disqualify me, but anyway, um, I was there to minister, but it was like a weekend retreat, and I, it was a bunch of men, and we got really close to them, and we were worshiping, um, and they were just worshiping with all their hearts, Um, it was so precious, and I was, I was, you know, kind of standing at the back of the room and worshiping, but just kind of watching it all. And Jesus, in that moment, this is one of the most spiritual encounters I've ever had. He he just started showing me each each man in the room. He said, that's me, and that's me, and that's me. And I am just sobbing, and that's me, and that's me, and that's me. I'm telling you, this is not like a, a nice analogy. I... I don't know how it all works but it's this is true this is just plain true that every person you step out and touch and love Jesus says that was me. And I I want to I want to kind of challenge all of us myself included. So one of the things going there uh you know in America in general we have um many of us you know fairly comfortable lives compared to um, a vast majority of the world. Just put it that way. And sometimes we can get all wrapped up in our own lives, because there are things that are going on and things that we have to make, you know take care of. And I, I get that. Jesus wants to help you take care of those things. So I'm not trying to make those things make light of those things, but, I'm, but I am saying, sometimes in the midst of that, we forget just how powerful it is to step out beyond ourselves, forget about ourselves and go, go out and do something. Um, And so often we feel like either it seems overwhelming, the need's too great, where do I begin? Or we're just not aware, like I don't even know where to start. And I would just say to all of us, just do something. Some of you are already doing plenty of something, so this is not a guilt thing at all. Many of you are out there a lot, loving on people. Some of you, it's what you do for a living, you know, teachers and... Whatever, various ones of you in the medical field, various ones, and you just—you're already getting the heart of Jesus. So you know it's not just about doing your job, but it's about—it's about looking out for who He wants you to bless, and who He wants you to love along the way, who He wants you to encourage. That is just a way of life. And I want to say, if God puts something on your heart to reach out, like, um, like I'm thinking of Lee Betancourt, who left us about a month ago, to, you know, moved away. He just went out with peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in Oakland, week after week, and suddenly that one act turned into a, a fairly large ministry over time. A bunch of us started joining him. Same thing with um, uh, Terry Lawrence, who just left for, you know, she was in San Francisco. She did the same thing in a, in a really bad hotel in San Francisco. She would go in there and just, she would bring things to people and, and go around and speak treasures to them. But she kept going and kept going. I'm telling you, those two people have big accounts in heaven. (laughs) Big accounts. But I'm also telling you, it didn't start with a lot. They were just like you in saying, what do I really have? Who am I to do this? They both felt that way. But they both decided, I'm going to do something anyway. And, and God just started to multiply it. And uh, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get something stirred up in you. Because some of you, this is what you need. Like some of you have been saying, there's got to be more than just, you know, going home and turning on the TV and da, da 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 And then you go through life the next day. There is, but you have to be intentional. And you have to say, God, can we try something together? Let's, if I could just go do something, what would I, what would I go try? And, uh, you know, if you want to go out and try something and you start to find that this is kind of fun and you like doing it, tell us about it, because you'll probably have some of us that will come join you. Um, But but you may be the next one to do that. All right? I just wanted to, like I told you, tonight there are several things I just want to stir up in your heart, because we're alive to make a difference. We are. And um, God wants you to know that you are loved, you are cared for. He treasures you. He's a good, good father. That's who he is. You're loved by him. That's who you are. And he says... What you freely receive, freely give. Because we're going to be with him forever, really soon. And he says, "While you're still here, as you receive my love and know how good I am, give it away, give it away, give it away. Look for ways to give it away." So um, back to Brazil again. Um, oh, here's a. Oh, good. So I thought I was going to start, but this is a video. I want to show you uh, two two short videos. Uh, these were, we, we spoke during the day and in the evening. It was a father's love conference. And I would just tell you that Brazilians, uh, very similar to Ugandans, Brazilians get the high praise really well. Like, they are singing with all their might. I love it. I love it. They're just singing full-throated, all of them, you know, and then they're, they're dancing, they're having a good time. Um, but we were there also to bring him the the kind of the, the resting father's love place. And they really, really needed it, wanted it, loved it, soaked it up, said they told us this is what we needed. But one of the things that happened, this was one of the daytime conferences, uh, sessions. But if you look at all the children, but look at all the children and adults, you know, worshiping, playing together. It doesn't matter the ages. It was... super hot that day (laughs) every day I was there it was unseasonably warm so it was mid 90s and humid so I'm telling you people were sweating like drenched and the thing is nobody seemed to care it's interesting in America some of the hang ups we have over there they could seems like they could give a rip we're just going to worship with all we got and it doesn't matter if we're a sweaty mess who cares because the point is to worship God and he's worth it um, but you might wonder, like, okay, how does this happen? Well, this next, this next clip is even shorter, but it's, you're going to start with Nick, Nick Billman, the, the, the guy that I told you leads this Shores of Grace ministry. It's called Shores of Grace. And by the way, Nick's going to be here um, leading worship and sharing stories and preaching with us um, one month from today. So the first Saturday in November. Uh, in November. This is the first of October. Yeah. November 5th. Uh, he's he's actually going to be at the advance in Bethel, Reading, and then and then he's going to come here on his way through, so you're going to get to see him. But he's funny because he's he's all tatted up, like you know, every inch of him, and uh, and yet and he's the safest, warmest, cuddliest guy you'd ever want to meet. And here, this next one is going to start with his daughter. This is his actual you know um, biological daughter. Uh, who he's hugging at first. I just want to show it to you. Because um, he's got this huge papa's heart, which is what makes him so safe to all the girls, he and his wife. So that's all I wanted to show you about that one. Um, there's a, this is a scripture in Psalm 127, verse 3. It says, Children are an inheritance from the Lord they are a reward from him I was I was greatly challenged by what I saw there and I've been to Brazil several times before so I know I know the culture is this way where children there's lots of children and they're so fully integrated into what they're doing and I talked to Nick about it and I said uh, because they have a a midweek service they're actually not a church they're a ministry but they do have a midweek service right in their community and it's, it's in a poor area of town. and they have, But he said in that, in that service, they have everyone from people who are very rich to people who are extremely poor to prostitutes who will hear about it and come, come up because they want, they want to hear about Jesus. Um, they have very poor families with lots of kids who don't, who maybe, um, uh, I will just say it our way, who don't know how to behave because, they, because their lives are pretty chaotic. And I said, I said to Nick, wow, what, you know, what do you do? Um, he says, you know what? He goes, it's pretty messy sometimes, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Because you, you kind of have to decide, we have to decide at some point, at, at do we want everything to be just so and orderly and perfect, or do we want to actually have people come who need the love of Jesus, even if, it's, if they're rough around the edges? And that includes the children. And... Um, Again, especially children who are, are coming from chaotic homes, are going to be more chaotic. It's going to happen. But who will love them? Um, and so I, I, I asked Nick, I said, well, what do you do? You know, with these kids that, that are so rambunctious and rowdy and screaming and whatever. He said, he said we don't um, correct them. We invite them. I'm like, oh, that's good. Um, and and I, I, I know what... You know, I know for me, like if, if kids are running through here, I'll be going, no, you know, no, you can't do that. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but there's a better way. And the better way is if any one of us in this room, including the parents of any of these kids, would come up to them when they're when they're running around being kids, hey, kids being kids, imagine that. And um, and we actually go up to them and we say, hey, why don't you? Let's all let's all wave flags together. Let's go. Pick, let's, let's each one of us pick out a different color, and we'll go in a little circle over here. There's a lot of different ways we could invite them into something. Or hey, this is a slower song. Let's all let's all sit down here. What do you guys What do you think Jesus is doing right now? There's a lot of ways we can invite kids into what we're doing, and um, I'm I'm challenged by it. So I'm just letting you know because I want this I want this place filled with kids. I want people of all ages. This isn't just about kids. But I'm saying I would love this place filled with kids. And, and um, in order for that to happen, we have to be inviting them in and including them in to what's going on. Um, this, is, this is the way it's said in um, Mark 10, 13 to 16. People, people were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. Hmm. <laughs> little children, probably, I'm guessing, because they were acting like little children. They were probably kind of noisy and such. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. Like, excuse me? He said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Bring them here. I'm okay with the messes. I'm okay with the noise. It's okay. Bring them here. Let me lay my hands on them. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it and he took the children in his arms and he placed his hands on them and he blessed them by the way whenever you read scriptures like this and you see this something this is sometimes where fear tries to start to come in cuz you read this and you say i'll never enter the kingdom am i childlike enough see because that 's what religion does to you. It starts putting you back into performance mode. Am I good enough? Can I just tell you so it doesn 't say here that you 're not going to heaven and you 're not going to be with jesus what it 's the kingdom of God is a realm it 's a realm it 's a spirit realm it 's where and when we 're aware of it. And what it brings, we start to usher in that same realm. Things like love, things like peace, things like joy. All Jesus is saying is, hey, when you're kind of unaware of that realm, guess what? You're not living in it. You're not bringing it. You're not bringing the kingdom of heaven. He's not talking about if you're not childlike enough, you won't make it to heaven. Do you see what, how we do that with scripture all the time, though? What he's saying is, let's, let's flip this around. He's saying, wouldn't you like... All of the joys and the good stuff of heaven? Because you can have it. Just be like a little kid. That's all he's saying. All right? Good. So this is, um, this is, a, this is a picture. Um, I love this picture. This is Ellie. Um, I got to bless her. Is she back here? Christina. Hi, Ellie. I'm so glad you're here. Oh my gosh. Hi, Christina. So and then and then there's two more of God's little children in the background too. That's Teresa, is she here? Nice. Hi hey, Teresa. See, he it's children of all ages. Do you get it? This isn't just about, you know, little little kids, but but you see both of them receiving, Teresa and Ellie receiving, from two people who are loving them, who are um, you know, there to 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 give them something, to bless them. So when Ellie wanted to, to be blessed, I was more than happy to do that. And, and obviously, coming down to be with her is much more appropriate for her to receive. And so I'm just saying that to all of us. I'm saying, let's look for ways. This isn't just about church on a Saturday night. This is about life. I'm telling you about life. How many times when you know we're at family events or whatever, the kids just kind of get ignored. I, why don't you be the one? Suzanne's like this. All the, the little kids love her at our family gatherings because she's the one that will ask about each one. Um, you know, f- find out what their names are. Even the ones here or wherever you are, treat them as a real p- person because they are. And when you start to do that, how many of you, well, you don't have to raise your hand, but probably many of you were fairly ignored as a child. You know, you, what, your opinions weren't all that important. Um, you weren't validated. But we can change that culture. All it takes is coming down taking some time and I'm I'm, so I'm saying it's not just for a Saturday night this is all the time okay all right here we go here's the next point I want to say is that everyone is hungry for love did you know that everyone first of all every one of you tonight here you're hungry for love we all desperately want to be loved that's what we want more than anything else and so whenever I go, wherever I go to different cultures, uh, different, different nations, I find they all want the same thing. And I find that love is a thing that breaks through whatever, whatever issues are in their heart, especially when there's a language barrier. Can I just tell you, you actually don't need to know the language to see healing. You just need to love well. You just need to love them. So I want to show you a couple pictures, because um, you could do this everywhere you go. You can love people. Even, even Suzanne and I often ask, okay, we're in this region. How do we reach people here in this region? You know what the answer is? Learn how to love them well. We just, wherever you are, how do you reach them? You learn how to love them well. So as we were ministering there, one of, the, one of my favorite things to do was I would go, this was uh, the first day afterwards, I, I um, went up to this man, Marcos. He wasn't looking nearly this happy when I, when I saw him. He was on, in a chair and kind of, we were in ministry and uh, praying, you know, Father's love and blessing over people. But he was not, you know, he was not in a great place, I could tell. So I just went up and I started to pray for him. And I asked him, you know, do you speak English? I said, okay, no problem. My some more, papá. My some more, Papa. More love, papá. More love. And and within I don't know thirty seconds he's sobbing and sobbing and then I start holding him and he holds me and he's sobbing and then afterwards he looked like this I wish I had I wish I had the before and after I I can only show you the after because I can't I'm not going to take a selfie you know while I'm hey you look you look really miserable um, that wouldn't be very appropriate here's here's another guy Lucas same thing. And see, I have all the goobers on my shoulder to prove. He was sobbing and sobbing. We held each other for so long. And you know what happened on that one? As I saw him, I watched as ministry was going on. And, I, and he was, you know, you got your ministry team and some of the people that are getting ministered to. And he was like back a little ways. But he, was, he kept wandering towards someone that he hoped would, you know, notice him and pray for him. But he wasn't having any success and I was I was just watching sometimes we just have to watch what's going on be a little bit more aware of people and I watched him for a while and I said so I grabbed my interpreter I said would you come with me over here and I and the first thing I said to him I said hey I'd like to pray for you he's like okay he knew a little little English and um, I said uh, I I saw you you know uh, looking for someone to pray with I just want to tell you something Um, you are so important to your heavenly father, he notices you, and tears start. You know, then I just held him, and <laughs> papai, <Popeye. laughs> my some more, papai, <laughs> and held him, and he cried and cried. I'm going to show you one more. This, it happened many more than just with these three, but this one got me the most. Estras, he, this, this was actually taken the next day, but that night, same thing. All those chairs were filled. By the way, there's a beach right there. The church is right across from the beach. Um, and uh, he was he was in the back, and we were again just looking for people to bless and, and with the Father's love after after they um, Leif had spoken. And uh, I I went back and I saw him. Same thing. He was just you know cradled uh, on the chair, and I just I knelt down with him and and started to. Um, touch him and and you know put a hand on him and and speak the father's love and again he didn't speak English so the same thing I just started simple simple Portuguese that I knew and and he starts wailing and wailing and he's and I and so I came up and I started to hold him like his heads here and I start to hold his back here and then he just latched on like crazy like held on so tight And we're just, I'm rocking with him. And he's wailing and wailing. And the next thing I know, I couldn't help it. I'm just wailing with him. Like it just completely overtook me. And I realized in that moment that I I was Jesus to him. And that, do you remember what we said earlier? Where Jesus said, when you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to me. Well, Jesus is the one that came to represent the Father, right? But he had to actually live it out for people to get it. Words are overrated. <laughs> so much we just people just need to experience and know that you love them, that you care. And so I, I, I just had this such strong sense. I, I, was like, wow! As I'm wailing with him, I'm like, Jesus, this is you. This is what you came to do, is usher in the Father and His love. Here's, uh, here's a scripture from Ephesians five, uh, one and two this is in the message bible it says watch what god does and then you do it like children who learn proper behavior from their parents mostly what god does is love you keep company with him and learn a life of love observe how christ loved us his love was not cautious but it was extravagant he didn't love in order to get something from us, but to give everything of himself to us. Love like that. Love is the big deal. I think you know this by now. You've certainly heard me say it a hundred times, if not a thousand times, but we're here to learn how to love well. But we got the best teacher in the world, and he's going to pour love on you till you get it so we know how to love others well. Here I am speaking with my interpreter, um... Larissa, she was a great interpreter, but look in the background, that's a map of the nations, but if you see there's a lion imprinted on it looking out of the nations, the two eyes there. Can't really see it here, but behind that door is his nose. Um, that I kept looking at that painting and it would just grip me um, as a, during the conference because I saw, I could feel the Father's passion for all the nations, for every child of every nation. Um, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. See, the, the enemy keeps wanting to try to pit us against each other. He wants you to think scary thoughts about certain places of the world and how evil and bad they are. You know what? They are all his kids, every single one of them. And the only reason people are doing really bad things is because they don't know who they are and because they haven't been transformed by love yet. Love overcomes fear. But here's the thing is we will not love people if fear is greater than that love. Just think about that a minute. The places where your fear is stronger than your love for somebody, you are not going to go and love them. So this is where we need Papa's help. Papa, make my love stronger. Make it stronger. So that we're not not fearing and hating any people. This is is, uh, Psalm 2, verse 8. Ask of me and I will give you the nations... For your inheritance. Earlier, he said children are your inheritance. Now he's saying nations are your inheritance. The ends of the earth are your possession. He's saying, get this, children. This is actually in Scripture in many places. We, all of us, made in the image of God, we actually belong to each other. That's straight out of Scripture. Some of the very people that we're the most afraid of in other parts of the world, terrorists, others, The Lord says, I want you to see something. You actually belong to each other. And one of the reasons, no matter which nation I go to, I fall in love with them. Every nation I go to, I fall in love with the people. You know why? Because the nations are actually in my heart. I'm made in his image. Jesus, when I accepted Jesus, he became one with me. The nations are our inheritance. We've received everything from Jesus already. The nations are already inside of you. That's why wherever you go, you can fall in love with people. Yeah? Good stuff. Getting, getting closer to the end here. We're going to have the kids back in and do some fun things in just a minute. This is an amazing family from Colombia that I met. Liz and Eduardo and their two daughters, um, Natalia and Joanna. They're 29 and 27. This family, crazy amazing. They're living the book of Acts. They are that the lord has been sending them around all of south america the four points of south america to to release prophetic declarations because of a move of god he said there's a move of god coming from south america that's going to impact the world and i want you to help me release it so they've been going all around and i didn't know they were going to be here speaking that was just a god thing and i got to meet them and we connected hearts deeply I mean, the, ki- the kind of stories I could tell you, boy. they run out of gas and they pray, and then the gas starts filling up in their tank. You know, the needle goes up. Only went up to a quarter of a tank, though. That was odd, they thought. And then they drove another 75 kilometers, and the needle never moved. And then, and then another one where God asked them to go do, you know, do these things around South America. They knew they were going to have plane flights and, in hotels and things that they didn't have. They had $2,000 in cash. They knew that wasn't going to be enough for four people, Right? So God says, that's okay. Just, just take the money out of the purse every time you need it. Wow. And they kept doing it, and they kept doing it. And, and the daughter said, uh, uh, Natalia says, uh, Can, is it okay, Lord, if we save the receipts? He's like, yeah. But they didn't, count. they didn't count the receipts. They didn't count the money. When they were done with all of it, they counted up the receipts, $15,000. And they still had $500 left in the purse. These kind of stories. These people are going around and releasing, uh, releasing, uh, do whatever God says to do, they're doing it. prophetic intercession. This is a picture of South America. But as, 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 as the Lord showed them, they said, this is a woman that's in labor. And they said that they saw one hand behind her neck, which is Columbia at the top. And then the other hand, the Lord's other hand was around, was, was where the baby was that this baby was about to be birthed and this was like i said they had already gone to the top they went all the way down the andes they went to the very bottom and then they were going to the furthest point east right when i happened to get there in recife and they said this is uh, extremely significant that i was there that leif was there that we were releasing the father's love because what the lord had shown them is i am not going to release another move of my spirit that's going to be an orphan that's going to be orphaned this has to carry the Father's love, and um, as let me just. Uh, what's going on is so big, and I, I kept I kept hearing when I was in this conference. I kept hearing that song. There's something bigger going on. Do you know that? Do you know that one? Here we go. Do we have the sound? Oh, there we go. There's something bigger going on. He's holy, holy. There's something bigger going on. There's someone bigger than me. There's something bigger going on. He's holy, holy. There's something bigger going on. There's someone bigger than me. There's something bigger going on. holy, holy. I'm going to stop it right there. This is wild. I, God's timing. If I had a million years to plan this stuff, I couldn't have. I'm serious. It's, it's getting so crazy what's going on around the world and how God is orchestrating all these people meeting each other at the right times. So while I was there, this family um, said, once they saw the love being poured out, they said, they said, we need to go around all of South America one more time. The Lord's telling us again on well, this time, we have to release the Father's love. And they asked if I would consider joining them at certain points in South America, and wouldn't you know that just a week or two prior Guillermo and Mercedes finished translating my book in spanish so that I was able to give them a flash drive of my of the book and i don't all I'm saying is I don't know how this is all working out, but it's it is it is blowing me away what's happening across the earth right now. Huge move of God that's, that's sweeping the earth. And I, I want to encourage you, you are part of that. That's, it's not about a few speakers or people who wrote books. That's actually not what this is about at all. It is about each and every one of you knowing what you carry, being confident in who you are as a son or daughter, and boldly starting to go out and give away what you have. And I'm telling you, He will multiply it. And you say, But Lord, I just, I haven't written a book, I haven't, whatever, fill in the blank. He says, I know, but I'll take those, I'll take that little scrap of bread you got and that little fish and watch me feed a multitude with that if you will say yes. Do you see how this works? This is the kingdom. It's not about what you think you have. You actually have it all if you knew the full truth. But it's not about what you think you have. The Lord says, what's your answer? If it's yes, we're going to go change the world. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So this is what I'm going to end with, is, is tomorrow starts Rosh Hashanah which is the Jewish New Year. And some of you might think, well, why do we, why do we care that it's the Jewish New Year? First of all, that is our um, heritage through, through Christ, through Abraham, through Christ. But I also, but also um, it, it seems to be a big deal to God. So therefore, I think we probably ought to pay attention. He seems to be very orderly with the very things that he set up. <laughs> Fancy that. So, Rosh Hashanah, at Rosh Hashanah, which starts tomorrow... God positions us to gain access to fresh revelation as we celebrate him and enter into the year ahead. This is a time of completing purposes and bringing them to fullness. Let the sword of the Lord be placed in your hands so that you can cut your way into the future. Now I'm going to show you, this is the year 5777 will be a breakout and breakthrough year that begins this october this all has to do with the letter the numbers here five is the number of grace and is the number of government and the fivefold expression of god seven is the number of rest and three times rest right it can it can symbolize a sword and it represents the finished work This year we will begin to exercise his authority and government in a way like we've never experienced before as we enter into a rest in him like we have never known. What this means in simple language is you're going to start seeing crazy things you could not possibly imagine are going to start bursting forth for you because you're learning more than ever to trust him to do it in and through you. It's out of a place of rest. But it still requires your participation. So we, the new covenant people of God, are poised for a moment in the kingdom of God like the days when Joshua and Caleb went into the promised land and took the land that was their inheritance. We are moving into a seven-year period of great favor, provision, and victory in the body of Christ. So don't look at the giants in the land or the fortifications of the enemy. Don't be impressed by what you think the enemy is up to in this world. Don't be impressed. For the Lord is with us. And this is the last slide here. It is a year that we will see the triune sword of the Lord released against his enemies and continue through this new season. There's a lot there. Um, What I'll probably do is, uh, if if nothing else, I'll give you a link to where this is when I send the email out this week. Okay? Okay. It's is good stuff, but here's the thing: a lot of information, a lot of words, that's not going to change you. It's your spirit grabbing hold of it and your heart saying yes. It's you saying yes, Lord. And I want to end tonight with us with us doing this and saying yes, Lord. We're gonna um, uh, I'm gonna call the worship team back up. We're actually gonna sing that song. There's something bigger going on. There's someone bigger than me. There's something bigger going on. Holy, holy. You can come on up. We're, we're not quite ready to start yet, but you can get in position here. Here's, here's the thing. We're about to make a lot of noise. Because this is the Jewish New Year. You understand? So we always make noise on our New Year, right? On American New Year. Uh, but it's more than just making noise. We're not, I'm not doing this so that we can make noise. That's great. But I'm doing this because I want you, whatever this looks like for you, and, and the kids are hopefully already back in. Because I want them, I want them in here. Um are they in here? Yeah? Okay, yay! Woohoo! We love you, we bless you. This is awesome. Um I want you, because you've just heard several things tonight. Some of them have been kind of challenges, like, okay, is this the time where I'm really gonna start moving out and going? Okay. It's the enemy who wants to hold you down, but Jesus says, uh-uh, not going to happen, not for my beloved ones. We're in that place of entering into the promised land. I, I want you to do something that feels real to you, where you're in agreement with what, with, with what the Lord is promising even if you're not feeling it you know what i mean like oh hey i feel like dancing right now maybe you do but even if you don't but you think you know what i think i need to dance i'm saying please do something these flags we're going to be just getting a little bit crazy here in a minute okay these flags i want you to use them there's a bunch of them and if these are all gone there's more right around the corner in a, a black bag there's more than these we just talked about the sword of the Lord. Maybe you need to use this flag as a sword and start cutting through what feels like, you know, gunk and saying, Jesus, it's time that this is just cut away because I, I, be, I need to experience the freedom of who you are. We've got drums. Um, I'm going to go on these, I think, for a while. But um, down in here, and this is, we could do these for the kids. Let me explain this first. So these drums right here absolutely work. Um, but you just kind of hold, hold them this way, and then suddenly they make lots of sound. Because if they're on the carpet, they don't make a lot of sound. Same thing kind of with the two congas on the side. I just put stuff out. Because what I would love for you to do is begin to wander around, walk, dance, do something. But start engaging your spirit with God's spirit. Meaning, what what is capturing you tonight about anything that was said? Start declaring those things as real for you start declaring the breakthrough the things that you need maybe like barbara you're needing you're just needing you know discouragement depression anxiety whatever you just got to go start declaring it i i am i am experiencing my freedom this is not going to hold me down anymore um i'm going to blow shofar for sure it's over there right now but i'm going to blow it sometime oh and i almost forgot this this is awesome This is where you're either going to think I'm really weird or you're going to love me, one or the other. But it doesn't really matter because Jesus loves me, so I'm good. But um, I was at the storage unit getting some stuff out, and I saw this little snake. (laughs) And I totally heard the Lord say, bring it. Because some of you need to dance on the head of that thing. I'm serious. This is what the Lord told Eve. She got to do is crush that thing. And I'm, there are times, at different times when I've prayed for people where we've literally been doing some of that, you know. I know for some of you this was like totally stretching you. It's okay. It's really okay. Just be stretched. Because um, what starts to happen when you actually start engaging with the Lord instead of just, I'm not sure what I want to do, is some, all of a sudden you start coming alive. And what you really want is something in you Deep in you, your spirit that's, that agrees with the Lord's spirit, that's when you start seeing change in your life. So often we're keeping it up in our head and we're trying to battle everything out in our head and it doesn't work. You need to get engaged, you need your spirit to be engaged. And sometimes, there are many times when I'm at home and I'm not feeling the Lord's presence, but I want to I commune with Him, I want connection. And, and there are many times where just the act of getting up and walking back and forth in my room a few times and starting, sometimes I'll pray in the Spirit. Many times, honestly, within 30, 60 seconds, sometimes I'm sobbing when I didn't even feel him before. But I just got engaged. I got involved with him. I did something. I realize there are other times where soaking and laying down and receiving is just as good. And if that's what he tells you to do tonight because you hear him say that, go for it. All right? So I, I think that's enough. I think you guys get it. I'm, I'm just, let me just pray and then we're going to go go for it. And, and I've asked a couple of people if they had declarations in a minute. We might do those too. So Father, thank you for the good news that we are your loved kids. We will always be your loved kids. That's the way it is. You are a good father. It's who you are. And we are loved by you. That's who we are. And God, thank you for this new year where God, you, you, uh, Holy Spirit, Father, Jesus, the swords are out and you're saying enough of the darkness that's taunting our kids. And you are the one that's using your sword on our behalf. And so, wow, God, we are declaring this is a time to enter into the, into the promised land. God, there is a wave of your presence, of your spirit that is sweeping across the earth and we are part of that wave. So, Father, wherever the enemy has tried to hinder us, God, would you break us free, break us free, break us free in Jesus' name? Because it's time for your kids to rise up. It's time for us to rise up. Cool. You guys got the drums out. I forgot to tell you. So, go for it on the drums. We have the drums for the kids. And, uh, Joel, go ahead and start leading us out, man.